0: Well, hello everyone and welcome to GG and the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Welcome to December as well. Welcome to the last month of 2023. Today is December 1st. Christmas is on the horizon. Our Hanukkah or whatever celebration you have. And it doesn't matter if we say Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, because I may celebrate Christmas doesn't mean you do. So um, let's have some freedom. Let's have some freedom, shall we? I like that idea very, very much. Recently went thrifting, a friend and I um we were determined to to go thrifting. Didn't know where it would go. I am not a thrifter. I'm not good at it. Um I'm just not. I it's not that I don't love bargains and finding vintage Things I do, but it's not something I strike out to do. And in the Palm Beaches, there's a group called Palm Beach Thrifters or, or something that my friend knew all about. And they recommended some places, and we went to uh, some of them. And also one of my friends recommended a, a couple of places. One, thing, one place we went to in Jupiter, Florida, we will... We will never go back again because they're rude. And since I've only been there one time, I am not going to call them out by name. Because in the event it was a one-off, I won't. The problem with that, they were so incredibly rude, I don't really want to go back. <laughs> Mainly, I didn't find anything. It's a beautiful... I, I was just, yes, it's a beautiful shop, but it it's... um. It isn't really a beautiful shop. We did go in a couple of really beautiful resale shops. They weren't thrift stores per se. They were consignment stores or resale uh, places. We went to Goodwill. We had a blast at Goodwill. Uh, This one particular good, we only went to one, and it was... uh, no, actually, we ended up going to two. Sorry about that. We went to one because it was right next door to a, one of the resale consignment stores. And we found, I found at, at at that one, I found a deal. I really did find a deal. I found the black and gold renaissance pattern of Fitz and Floyd at China. And it, it's out, it's discontinued, they don't make it anymore, and it, it's it's just my style because it has gold trim black, white, gold. It's, it's very beautiful. It's called Renaissance, if you want to look that up. Fitz and Floyd Renaissance. Some people think Fitz and Floyd are truly geniuses when it comes to style and quality and what they do. Fitz and Floyd started in the very early 60s. And these plates, if I were to to buy a replacement dinner plate, it would be $55, okay? I got these plates f- and I bought everything they had. And truthfully, I-, I think I ended up with 12 of the dinner plates. And I'm not even sure how many of the, they're either salad or bread. Things have been so hectic, crazy in a good way in my life. I haven't had a chance to measure the circumference of them, so I'm not sure which one it is. But either way, if I had to replace those, it would be $30 or $15 per plate. I ended up getting these at such an incredible bargain. It was all less for everything that I got. It was less than $50 for the 12 plates and however many of the smaller plates I got, less than 50, which was just incredible, incredible. And it was fun, my friend and I mainly, we were just having fun and, and showing each other this and that. And she has the Google camera thing that, we, and she tried to show me, things are so hectic, it's like, uh, I'll learn it later, but where you put it on an item and it shows you what it is and then you can look it up. And see if you want to buy it. See what it's really worth, what the value is. Are you getting a good deal or are you not? And I will have to learn that because it's really, really quite a a really quite cool thing. Uh, One thing we did while our friend was here, we went to see the movie Napoleon with Joaquin Phoenix. I can't recommend it. (laughs) I cannot. I'm not a fan of Joaquin Phoenix. I think he's a good actor. I think he's method. I think he has... Skill, I will give him that. But he, is, I liked River, tragically who died uh, of a drug overdose at a way young age in Hollywood, outside the Viper Room, if I'm not mistaken, in Hollywood. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix is a good actor. I I will not deny that. He's just too kooky and creepy for me. That's just me. But the movie Napoleon is two hours and 45 minutes and the theater we went to was freezing. And she and I would not have been able to stay if she, my friend, had not also brought along a wrap that she had just purchased a, a day or so ahead from Chico. And it was a cover, it's it's really like a thing you wear, but it, we use it for cover. And I would not, she shared it with me. The seats reclined back. Way back at this theater, they're wonderful. And if it hadn't been so cold in there with that cover, I probably would have gone to sleep in the two hours and forty-five minutes. The movie is is hard to get through. It's getting rave reviews, Oscar worthy. It has Oscar written all over it. Huge history buffs are all three of us that went to the to the movie to see Napoleon, but. It was hard to watch for one thing, the way it was filmed. Parts of the dialogue were very hard to understand. There was a lot of mumbling <laughs> by actors. The supporting players did a better job with the dialogue than the mains. But it looked like it was filmed in sepia, you know, kind of a, a brown. Uh, everything looked, you know, there was the cold, there was the the battle in Russia, if you know history at all. Napoleon was a horrible person, and he didn't care how many people died. In the end, because of him, it depends on which figure you look at. Three to six million people died needlessly because of this man's ego. His relationship with Josephine is legendary, and it came off in the movie as weird. (laughs) I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. If you need to see it, wait until it's streaming and then you can fast forward through the the overly long parts Ridley Scott is a genius a director some of the cinematography is fantastic I, I'm going to give the movie tons of credit where it was really good but it's it was hard to sit through it really was and um, so there you go anyway let's go back to this date uh, in something a, a tie-in with Napoleon Bonaparte. On this date, December 1st, in 1990, something pretty major happened. 132 feet below the English Channel, workers drilled an opening about the size of a car into into France, and for the first time in 8,000 years, the two were linked together. The two countries, France and Great Britain, underwater under the English Channel. It became known as the Channel, the the uh, Channel Tunnel, and it it starts in England. The it started in England in Folkestone, England, and it ends in Calais, France. It comes. We've been on the Channel. What happens when you leave the the uh, station in Great Britain? You're in a city, but then you the train. By the time you are ready to go into the the uh, Channel, you are in countryside in Great Britain, in in England, and it's Folkestone, and that's where you enter the the actual tunnel that goes under the the English Channel, you're not under the channel all that long. Probably about half an hour, maybe a little less, and you can eat and drink, and it's a beautiful train, especially if you go first class, and we were we splurged and did. And then when you come out, you're not in the middle of Paris. You do get to Paris, and it's wonderful, but you are actually uh, in the countryside of France. And it's really better uh, because you get to enjoy how beautiful these countries are away from the cities but here's the tie-in to Napoleon Bonaparte it had been suggested to him in fact uh, as early as 1805 now we're talking about 1990 1802 1802 was when actually uh, it was suggested to to do something like that but it wasn't until the late 20th century, obviously, when the equipment made it really possible to, to plunge through and, and really create a tunnel that, that uh, connects them. Uh, over the next four years, 13,000 workers dug 95 miles of tunnel. The depth was about 150 feet. Uh, it was it's below sea level obviously um, all of that soil had to be removed from as they as they dug through uh, some of it they had to get out pretty quickly uh, 20 it was like 2400 tons of, of salt per hour um, in order to, to keep the work going uh, the The channel is nothing less than, to me, just some kind of uh, unbelievable system that really works that far under under a channel. And that's what made me hmm, not that interested in going. But then when I did, I was so glad that I did. I've spoken about it many, many times uh, on the the podcast. It wasn't cheap to do, the channel. (laughs) Like anything, it cost fifteen billion dollars. And let's go back to December first, where we are today, or where they were over there in Calais, France, in 1990. Uh, at that moment, when they went, they got pushed through. They exchanged flags, the the Brits and the French. And I, this is my favorite part. This is my absolute favorite part. They toasted with champagne. The The total construction to, to make it really finished, ready to go, was four more years. So on May 6th, 1994, Queen Elizabeth and Mitterrand, France's president, uh, were on ha- hand in Calais for the inaugural run. You know what's funny? In my research, I couldn't find out if the queen, was the queen really on there? Because I'm, I didn't really, I didn't really find that out. Did she really, did she really try it out? I'm not sure. So those things happened um, on December first. Uh, the, the 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 channel opening. Now here's something that happened in history in 1955 on December 1st. And it was one of those things where you can't believe that it happened, and yet it was a good thing that it did happen because it caused change to happen in a very, very good way. On this day in 1955 in Montgomery, Alabama, a woman named Rosa Parks... Was leaving her job to go home as a seamstress. She was a seamstress and she got on a bus in Montgomery, Alabama. And she sat down, you know, kind of toward the front. And as the bus began to fill, the bus driver demanded that Rosa, uh, she was about 40 uh, or a little over maybe at that time, go to the back of the bus. That's where people of color belonged at the back of the bus. They could not ride in the front with a white. People. And Rosa Parks, if you know anything about history, of course, refused to do that. She stayed right where she was. And, and she said, it was not my intention to get arrested. I just wanted to go home. But it arrested, she was. Unbelievably so. She was, they wanted to force her to move to, to allow a white man to sit in her seat. And she refused to do it. Uh, Rosa Parks passed away a few years ago. Uh, I think she was born in 1913. Uh, again, sorry I don't have that in front of me, but I believe that's true. Uh, this was 1955. In 1956, because of that incident, uh, it, it, protest raged. It caused quite an upset, as it should have. Rosa Parks, seamstress, just trying to get home, just wanted to get home. That's all she wanted to do. Caused this to happen by staying in her seat. In 1956, the Supreme Court passed a law banning segregation on public transportation. And yet here we are. Here we are in 2023, and we we still we still have issues. We still have things of which I won't go into today. I hope you have a wonderful December as as we all begin to push this last month of 2023 out of the way. Thank you very much for being with me today. Be sure to look for our YouTube channel NorthPalmBeachLife.com. Gary Pitts, Gary, my partner, G-E-R-R-Y, but pronounced Gary. Pitts a lot of stuff out there. NorthPalmBeachLife.com always hosts these podcasts as well as tons of other stuff. Go there. Gary does a great job putting. Photos and stories and all sorts of things. has a search bar. You want to know something? Put it in the search bar. You want to talk and see if it comes up. You want to talk to us? Contact us. You can do that through NorthPalmBeachLife.com. His stories also appear on All Things Cruise and Splash Magazine Worldwide. These podcasts, GG, and the 561, rest on over 20 platforms, including Amazon, Pandora, Spotify, and Amazon. So... Lend me your ears. Listen in. And let's make the world a better place every single day, no matter how small it is. Today at Aldi, for example, we had one item and a man with several items, let us go in front of him. He didn't have to do that, but he did. I said, you've done your good deed for the day. Now it's our turn. We have to return that favor to someone else. And if we all try to do that, What a better world it would be. Thank you so much for being with me. I appreciate it. I'm Pam Barker at GG and the 561. Stay with me.